Welcome to Hattrick City on WXCI 91.7, Danbury's only all-hockey radio show. Uh, I know that some in our audience don't know the finer points of hockey. You want me to dummy you again? Hattricks, baby! Woo-hoo! Before the start of this episode, I would like to... Um, take a moment to acknowledge the unfortunate and tragic passing of former NHLer Adam Johnson um, passed away in a you know kind of a really just upsetting scene um, on the ice at an EIHL game which is England's top hockey league Um, you know a sad event that really unfolded and hopefully it's opening the eyes of some in terms of player safety in terms of you know maybe adding a few things but again um just a really sad event and um our condolences here from Hattrick City go out to the family and friends of Adam Johnson and uh we would like to dedicate this episode to him so in honor of Adam Johnson please enjoy this week's edition of Hattrick City. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's edition of Hattrick City. I'm your host, DJ Patty Cake, here in the studio, solo dolo once again. Uh, it's a busy week here for DJ Uncle Matt, given that the Mustache Classic will be happening this Saturday. It'll be going from about 9 a.m. till 12, 15, 12, 30 p.m., That'll be followed by the Rangers alumni game and by the Hattricks game against Binghamton that night, which is also Military Appreciation Night. Yeah, it's it's going to be a jam-packed weekend, but before we get into that, um, quickly want to talk about last weekend. Championship rematch weekend at home for the Hattricks. Ended up splitting the series with Carolina, at least the weekend series. Um with a 4-2 loss on Friday, followed by a 2-1 win on Saturday. And for being honest, Saturday was the game to be at for quite a few reasons. And I'd say arguably the biggest one being Daniel Amesbury getting the game-winning goal. Um, That goal was a crazy goal. I mean, if you watch that video back, it's just a cluster at the net of, you know, our guys and Carolina's guys and their goaltender trying to stop the puck, but it was live the entire time. They ended up being able to push it in, and the last guy to touch it was Ames. So by default, he got the game winner, which obviously it gave us a 2-1 to one lead in that game that we were able to uh, hold until the very end, which is monumental. I think, I believe that's actually his third goal with the Hattricks total. First on the season his third with the Hattricks which is insane to me and I believe I've been in the building for all three and I remember uh, the first one in Binghamton which we'll we'll talk about again later with uh, with our very special guest this week Jared Yao um, so I won't talk about it too much here but it, it was just such a blur to me that I couldn't even believe that it happened. That's how fast it happened the first time. But overall, uh, this Carolina team, they they had some some bite in them, especially Friday night it showed. 
you know we didn't play our best hockey but Saturday night we came to take names and I say that's what we did you know it was it was a tight game between the two goalies of you know Mario for the Thunderbirds and Connor McCullum for the Hattricks so very interesting weekend also Kevin Lake made his first pro start on a Friday night um, obviously not the way that he might have wanted it to go but I think he looked good out there. Um, definitely, this this goalie duo is is gonna be a dangerous one. Um, it's it's giving me kind of flashbacks to what Willie and McClendon were to this team in years past. So I'm I'm excited to see how these two kind of work things out um, in terms of you know going back and forth. Um, but again, it was a great weekend of games, um, and I'm excited for this weekend, um, which also this Friday. You'll be seeing the Hattricks take on the Watertown Wolves in Watertown, 7.30 start. Um, based off of the past two games, I mean, so far we're 1-1 one one with them. And and obviously we're 0-1 at their barn. But I think we kind of figured them out a little bit more, you know, the last time. And given there's new goaltenders, you know, on the squad... I think it'll add to how this game might go. Um, so it's going to be an interesting one. I'm definitely going to be watching this one from home. And it's it's going to be an interesting night to say the least. Then Saturday night, we'll be playing against Binghamton once again. It'll be the third time. So hopefully we can improve to the overall season of 2-1 and one against Binghamton. Um, again, a rough team to play. A rival team, I would say. Um again but it's going to be good hockey on Saturday especially considering the fact that we also had the mustache classic the fifth consecutive year of the classic happening this Saturday at Danbury Arena um I know Matt might have had some better words than I'm about to have I'm given there'll be good words but I'm sure you know that that Matt with his passion and the flair that he has and the, the amount of care and thought he puts into this event it it, it it amazes me that he's able to do this every year and you know he always tells me about how there's this 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 like so many components that go into this event that most people don't even realize which is crazy but at the same time it's you know it's all for a good cause which currently the mustache classic team has raised over thirteen thousand dollars at the time of this recording um so if you want to go ahead and donate to that cause, we'll have a link in our bio. Again, it's for men's mental health and cancer prevention or more awareness. Um, so it's a cause that I, I stand by greatly. And, you know, it's my second year contributing to an event that helps said cause. So any little amount can help. I have a most space on there. I'll link it on my personal. And um, again, if you go on our link in bio on the Hattrick City page it'll take you to the whole team donation form if you want to donate to an individual or the whole team it's all up to you you can donate to me you can donate to some of our fellow participants of the classic so again that'll be this Saturday from 9 a.m. till about a little half past noon so it, it's going to be a great event I know we'll have Carrie Frazier NHL referee Reft about 2,000 plus games in the in the show so he'll be there refing the games and 
it's going to be a fun weekend. We'll also have the boys from Club 93 there. They'll be playing in it. So it's it's going to be a fun weekend to say the least. And yeah, I mean, that that's all from me. However, I do want to bring up one more thing. Um, our fan, one, one of the fans of the show and of the hat tricks, Ed Brewey, um, amazing guy, legend, I'd say, um, before this weekend with Carolina, he made a, a form. It's a very official looking form. We'll have it posted on our social media for you guys to take a look at. Um, it's, it, it's probably one of the best chirps i've seen in a while it's definitely um a lucrative one to say the least lucrative and just very creative um i'll I'll read a few things off on here but again this will be on the hatrick city pages on instagram and facebook for everyone to look at and laugh at and just enjoy um again credit to ed brewey for for making this um it's a hurt feelings report um you know, it says here for use of this form, CFPHL rulebook. The proponent agency is fan support, and it's all made super official. I mean, it asks for winer's name, jersey number, their age, type of wine used, and then obviously the incident report. So it says date, feelings were hurt, time of hurtfulness, things such as that, and the reason for filing. That's that's arguably the best part. I'll, I'll read three of my favorites so I don't spoil too much of it. But um, one of them being opposing teams enforcer looked at me. Uh, the fans are making too much noise with air horns, sirens, and megaphones. And I got to say, I think this is definitely my favorite section 102. Um, again, Ed Rui, the legend for, for writing this. It's, it's a crazy document. Again, we'll have this post on the Hattrick City page, and if you want to share it to other teams or whoever, um, we're not. I'm not gonna specifically say to encourage you to do that, but if you'd like to, I won't stop you. That that's what I will I will say on my piece from that. Um, but once again, we'll be heading into this episode. We got a great interview set up here with Jared Yao. He's back, spent a little time in the SP, came back down to us a few weekends ago, so it's going to be nice to hear from him once again. It's been a while, so enjoy the interview with Jared Yao. This is Danbury Hockey Superfan, Postal Joe Trench. You're listening to Hattrick City Radio on WXCI 91.7 Danbury. Hattricks, baby! Woohoo! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Hattrick City. I'm your host, DJ Patty Cake, and this week we're joined by Jared Yao. He's back, and he's doing great, I assume. Jared, how are you doing? Let me ask you personally. I'm doing great. Back back in Danbury, playing in front of the best fans in the world, for sure. Like Nothing compares to our barn when it's packed. For sure, for sure. I mean, you know, the last part from, you know, when I last saw you personally was a little right after the championships. So um, what has Jared Yao been up to this past summer? Well, it wasn't all uh, partying like you might think. Yeah, as soon as I got home, I was back working electrical, just working the trades, trying to get some money up and uh, training. That's pretty much it. I actually got the opportunity to fly to uh, – I flew to Ottawa, met up with Tobias Ojik, 
And we drove down to Wheeling, West Virginia, to catch a Amesbury's Rough and Rowdy fight. Oh, nice. And that was pretty sweet. The boys showed up. Like, we had a, I think it was me, Oge, Marsh, Coos, J-Mac, uh, Robo. And mm-hmm. then we had Richie there, too, from earlier in the year. Yep. Uh, we partied hard there, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I saw from the post. I mean, I feel bad. I was supposed to actually go to that. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, just the main thing, I had, like, a travel issue because then, like, the next day... I would have to be like on a plane to Arizona, so it was oh. like kind of like a close call because I because I was gonna drive, yeah, <laughs> and then just drive back. And even Ames is like, that's a stupid move, but yeah, if you do it, would have so been be a it. long <laughs> would have been a long journey. I mean, you know, I guess given the outcome, I mean, it's not a bad thing that I didn't go, but I mean, obviously, it could have went more in his favor. Um, I don't know what, what was your take on that fight, how it went. I think it was an early stoppage, uh, like. Maybe he maybe stumbled, but like he was still ready to go. Like he, like, I know, I think we've, we've all seen him fight. Like this guy can, this guy can bang with anyone. Yeah, I I think he could have went a little longer in that fight, but I don't know if it was just like they couldn't let him be undefeated for that long or something. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what was going on with those politics, but it was a good, uh, good, good event to go to. Like I think Rough and Rowdy puts on a great event. Yeah. Like, I'm not a Four Loco drinker, but if you like Four Loco, <laughs> any flavor you want's there. Oh, really? Uh, that's... Well, like, yeah, I went up to a like a cooler to like, I was looking for a beer. Yeah. And I peek my head in, and it's just like there like tw- uh, eight different flavors of Four Loco, and it's like, I want to remember tonight though. Still. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if if that's your thing and you just don't even care about the place you're at, just go for it. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, and then on top of that, you know, you signed with Macon and the SP. Um, what happened there? Uh, it was really just a numbers thing, you know. They get uh, it's like the NHL trickle down effect. Mm-hmm. Guys go down to the A, guys from the A go down to the East Coast, and then the East Coast guys go down to the SP, and then the SP yeah. guys go down to the Fed. So it's gotcha. kind of just like trickle down effect. Like we had seven D come down from the East Coast. And he was only kept keeping like six or seven, <laughs> so like it was pretty much written on the wall. Yeah, go figure. I mean, um, did you at least enjoy your time there? Like, oh yeah, it's uh, beautiful. Like nice sunny weather, like all year round. Like <laughs> it's way different than Vancouver for sure. Gonna be in shorts, t-shirt, going to the rink. I don't think you can beat that. No, no, you can't. I mean, j- just that whole thing with the SP too. It's just. I imagine it's nice for the guys that can just go down and just enjoy the weather. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, sure with the northeast it's it's kind of it adds to the vibe with all the coldness and the snow and all <laughs> that, but I'm sure that gets tiresome after a while, especially having to drive in it and you so know take some wear on the car too. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And then you guys can just pull up to the beach. Oh well, yeah. Well I mean Well Georgia wasn't I was gonna uh, say Georgia's we, not. We didn't really have like I think if you go over to Savannah, Georgia, that's say, more on the other coast. Side. Yep. But uh, Macon's more in the middle, so okay. Like it was still like super nice. Like there's hiking trails around. Uh, we like we had free golf there, so mm. if I was there longer, like we could have golfed our asses off. <laughs> Some golf. That's that's great. I mean, know a lot of the boys like golf, and so I mean that would have been. Oh tight. yeah, I think I think it's just a hockey guy thing. Like I think everyone. <laughs> plays hockey golf a little bit at least a little bit i gotta get into golf are you a good golfer well i'm better than j mac at golf that's for sure 
I want that to be a fact, but uh, like I'm very hit or miss. Sometimes I'll hit a nice shot. Sometimes I'm putting it through the trees or at someone. <laughs> or at someone? Yeah, one time, like last year, I was golfing and was teeing up for the driver. Yeah. Went for it. Like I was trying to destroy the ball, and my driver went flying into the trees. What the f- <laughs> you put all that effort into that swing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Didn't go my way. No. The, so wait, did the dri- no the driver just went through the trees? Just it, it went into the trees like super high up, and then eventually came crashing down. But uh, I got worried for a second; we were losing a driver. Oh my god! Was it your own or was it? It was Tobias's. <laughs> <laughs> I brought my clubs up this year though, so that didn't happen. Well, I mean, at least it didn't break. I think I would have been more worried if that broke because those things can be expensive too. They're, they're like oh, sticks. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're more expensive than sticks actually. Like a. Unless you're buying a used driver, like a brand new driver's like eight hundred to like a to like fourteen hundred, like they're they're expensive. That that's the one thing that's gonna stop me from playing golf is you know eight hundred per yeah. like. But like for a beginner, you don't need those clubs. Like no, unless you're like a pro, really like exactly. or like getting close to hit hit an even. Like you don't need it. Like. You just need a pair of clubs to go out, so have some fun, have a couple beers with the boys, and I think that's more what it's about. Just it's more, it's like it's not too hard on the body. Get it relaxed a bit, have yeah. a couple beers, chill, like ride the golf carts, <laughs> <laughs> rest the legs a little. Exactly. Um, now, I kind of want to jog your memory just a little bit um, with the championship because I know it's been a while since we spoke. I mean. What do you remember from that OT? Oh, I remember throwing up before the OT. <laughs> I was, it was something like, that's like literally kind of what you dream of game five, game seven type thing. Like yeah. going into OT, it's do or die. Like it's the thing stories are made of. And uh, I was nervous, was ne- like crazy nervous to be honest. And uh and then after that is kind of just a blur. Like once you get on the ice, you just you're just playing. Like you revert to your old habits, like what you like work on in practice when you're tired, or just just play hockey. Really, like try not to focus about like what's on the line, because once you do, you're just gripping the stick way too tight. <laughs> yeah. But like that was like one of a lifetime experience, and the way the fans were and how loud that rink was, like. I don't think I've ever been in an arena, even like I go to Canuck games all the time when I'm back home and like, like we have a loud barn, but like Danbury, I couldn't even hear the guy next to me. Like, I think like everyone in there lost some hearing. I know. I definitely, I definitely had like my ears ringing for like a few days after that. It was, it was wild, but I enjoyed it though. Yeah. Like we had Billy like in the TV timeouts drawing up all of this face off play. I can't hear a word he's saying. I'm just like, yeah, coach, I got you. I know. I think he was saying that he was just yelling at at some point. He just yelled the play out and just be like, "This is what we're gonna do." You know. I mean, boy, that that really takes it back, though. Just the sound of that building was. I couldn't even like. I'm in the box too, and oh, then yeah. like, so you think with the glass would be a little. <laughs> no, no, it's oh, the same. It was electric, like just yeah. like absolutely electric. Can you, like I don't even have words to describe how amazing the fans were for that weekend or the whole year, like. <laughs> The way they support us is just second to none. And then, you know, do you remember seeing that 
you know, that puck just slowly crossed through. Unfortunately, I had just gone off the ice and I was hunched oh. over because oh. I was panting. But uh, I've seen the replay enough. Yeah, so, so you, you've seen it on replay. I was gonna say. And then there, I think some. Stuff. I think a fan just he uh, they whoever it was caught a great video of like it was up in the crowd like near one, around 102 and like yeah. you just see the the place erupt when like when that goal goes in and it's yeah. just like it's it gives you chills literally like just watching it. No, I know every time I'm just like wow that that happened. That that really happened, and I I remember just like seeing that go, and I was like, wait, wh- where's the puck? And then I see it kind of go through, and then I just pound my hand on the oh, yeah. fucking horn, <laughs> and I was like, or we're gonna ride this shit for a little while, boys. This is it's oh, got to yeah. be done. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, again, congrats. That was oh my god, the fucking work you guys put in for that, and the payoff was just amazing. Oh yeah, for sure, and uh, it's not accomplishable without. The guys we had in the room, the coaching staff we had on the bench, and the fans. Like, our barn is the hardest barn to play in in the Fed, hands down. I don't think I think any other team would agree. Like, people yeah. don't like coming to Danbury, and we love playing in Danbury, <laughs> so it works out for us. I mean, I remember. Um, I think it was Kirkby. He had like said before Binghamton's elimination game that they have to block out the noise. That was. Can't block out the noise here. <laughs> that was so. That was so funny. I think when was it? I sent that to Calvin that post, and then when we won that game, we threw it up on the board. <laughs> We're like, yeah, block out the noise, right? <laughs> but um, and another thing I wanted to bring up, you know, last weekend, you know, prior to this one that we just had uh, with Binghamton, that was your first game back, right? Yeah, or, that yeah. was my first game. Uh, the one at home was the first, and then yep. we went on the road. I mean, how was that to come back into a game that ended in a shootout win? It was it was uh, interesting. I would have liked to dummy them a little more. Don't don't like Binghamton at all, <laughs> but uh, it was a good game. We boys came together. We ended up getting that one. And unfortunately, uh, Saturday night didn't Saturday. go our way, but we'll be back. We play them Saturday, and they're in for one there. Yeah, uh, I mean that that's gonna it's gonna be a chippy season with them. I mean, considering we have to play them fifteen Six, more times. Yeah, it's like seventeen I times mean, total, yeah. and then we already played them twice, so it's like a little too much of Binghamton. But, <laughs> but no, uh, I'm I'm sure that'll just that'll just add to it though, because oh, yeah. it's just gonna be who can win like the the in season series, you know. So I mean that that'll get chippier and chippier as it goes. Yeah, it's gonna be a bloodbath. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know, one thing I saw that I just wanted to talk about with you, I wanted to get your kind of opinion on. Um, you're familiar with this Travis Ridgen guy, right? Yeah, I know who he is. <laughs> I know who he is. Did Did you see about his first start? No, I didn't even know he was. He starts. I thought he was just I a full time backup. That's what I thought too, but um. They well, started in six, seven, two. Apparently, the the second one was a soft one, and then they pulled him. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't blocked on everything. I can't stand that guy. <laughs> you haven't blocked? Well, because I just hate when his stuff pops up on my like Instagram or any feed I have. <laughs> like, I just can't stand anything he says, does, or. I know. I just... going through like the comments of that. I always I like mad people are just like don't listen to him i tell my kids that i train don't listen to him like and like he's i think he's like six four yeah he's how can you be that bad 
I, like, like, how do you have that like that many holes? Like, it's just the one thing I don't understand. I, I mean, I got to talk to him after the game we had with them the weekend before you got there. Um, it was it was an awkward interaction only <laughs> because I made it awkward by mistake. I just like you know just introduced myself because we had been texting or whatever you know prior to that, and then I go and I'm like, hey, what's up? How was your hey, how was your time in Danbury after they just lost 5-2? <laughs> and he's like, well, I mean, you can kind of... I'm like, no, I mean, besides that, like, <laughs> the ride and everything, how was that? <laughs> I tried to salvage it as much as I could, but I was like, yeah, I definitely just kind of fuck that dude's <laughs> up like that. He does have uh, one podcast uh, that I liked. It was when he had White, uh, Ian White on. Oh, that was a good episode. I found that interesting just because Whitey played in the NHL and then in our league so it's kind of cool to see that he's in the coast now right yeah, he's in the coast in. now i think he's in norfolk i think he actually just got named their assistant captain but uh i wouldn't f- i'd fact check that <laughs> should i fact check it right now or should i we'll uh, leave it. we can leave it for yeah, now so <laughs> we'll leave it we'll leave it um yeah and then next weekend you got a few what is it it's friday you guys are on the road yeah we're in we're in watertown friday night and then we're playing Binghamton Saturday night here in our barn. Um, you know, this Watertown team seems to have a little bit more of a better mindset than it did last year. Um, what have you boys been kind of working on? I know this will be your first time playing them this season. Um, anything in mind for that that game? Uh, I, I haven't seen any of Watertown really, so mm-hmm. I don't know what they're looking like, but we've been really hounding and like hammering down our forechecking us hunting pucks because that's we're just trying to get back to Danbury hockey pretty much other than that it's just same typical practices just hard work day in day out like we uh I think we're probably one of the best coach teams like easily in the league so the way Billy prepares us like we're ready for anything exactly and then um I just want to talk about this very quickly because this guy is you know amazed me in his in his few starts uh you know mccollum oh mc that's what we call he, him. MC. mc oh i love that I, I i love that when he comes on the show we'll have to address him that way um yeah how is he in the locker room is he kind of like more dialed in is he kind of like a boys boys guy he's not your typical goalie you know like uh goalies typically i find kind of hang out on their own yeah and like to be be by themselves dial it in but uh he's for the boys like He's always shooting the shit, uh, always talking. Like, it's good. He's nice and vocal. Same with Laker too. Our uh, other, yeah, they're yeah. both, uh, they're both very, very for the boys and both very vocal, which is crazy helpful as a defenseman. Like coming back for the puck, sometimes we don't always see what's going on, and having our goalie like help us out and yell at us because he's got the full ice view. So, it's unreal having two vocal goalies. I mean that that just shows you know the the talent that we sign is just fucking immaculate every time oh yeah um yeah and then this was kevin's first weekend right yeah this was kevin's first weekend i mean how was he is he kind of the same where is he a little bit more just kind of hanging out and then you know more dialed in i think well both on obviously on game days both goalies just dial dial it in yeah but uh they both were just they're just themselves you know like they're just they shoot the shit. They hang with the like. They're just great guys. Like, yeah. They're just great teammates. Great guys. Like 
couldn't really ask for two better goalies. Exactly. And then um, over the summer, um, I want to ask, because I know you're you're a little bit of a baseball guy, right? Like, yeah, I, fo- like I biggest... follow baseball. Did you go to any games over the summer or no? Uh, actually, on the way back after we won the, the, the chip, yeah. I had to drive back home, obviously, from Danbury to Vancouver. You drove? Yeah. So that was a little bit of Colin, a... Tr- we got to get into that first. You, what did you drive? I drive a Infinity QX4. What kind of mileage does that get? Uh, per you mean like for the tank? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I go like I don't know miles, but uh, I go like about 500 kilometers per tank. Okay, highway right, driving. Right. <laughs> oh shit! American moment. I gotta fucking be the yeah. one going <laughs> mileage. No, okay. I mean, I'll I'll take your word for it and say that. Is that good? Uh, it's good for my car. Like okay. I think the newer cars do better, but mine's a. It's older than I am. It's a 97. Okay. I, well, I mean. That's what what brand is that? It's Infinity. So it's like the oh, it's the, Jap- it's the, okay, it's the no, luxury no, I, model of Nissan. I missed that. I missed that. I thought you said um something else. No, I missed that. that that's on me. Um, so you, how long was that drive? Did you make any stops? You well, had yeah, to. yeah, I had to because technically it's forty eight hours straight. So that's no stopping for gas, no food. Like that's no, just, that's no. You just impossible. go in. So but, uh, well, like maybe I we did it in. So like. We technically did it in three days, mm-hmm. uh, me and my girlfriend at the time. Yep. And then uh, we got to Seattle by, like, the third day, and then hung out in Seattle for two days, caught a game there, which that was cool. I ended up catching a ball. Oh, sick. It wasn't from the play, though. Oh. <laughs> I got hey, it I, I mean, got it after the game. Hey, it's, still, it's still a nice souvenir, though. Those, you know. Well, anytime anyone sees it, I caught a line drive. <laughs> that's what I'm telling. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, and then you know, leading into my next question, have you been following the World Series a little bit? Yeah, I was a. Uh, I I don't think I was ruined for either of the teams who made it there, but uh, <laughs> good on them. I think I think the Rangers are stacked, and then the D-backs came out of nowhere. I feel like yeah, like, I think they were like forty and like. 100 last year or something yeah they like, weren't they weren't very good and then we're in a world series now exactly i mean i don't know from kind of the early beginning to the season i've, I've been kind of pulling on d-backs i've been thinking they'd they'd make it i don't know if they'll win it but they have a good chance I just, they uh the rangers just suffered two big injuries last game mm-hmm. with uh scherzer and adralis uh yeah. garcia so garcia is a big one for them to lose that's because scherzer can only play like one every three games or whatever so like they they still do got good pitchers they got Evaldi Heaney got some good guys so like I think the pitching will be fine but Adralis like that guy's been clutch for them I know like He's... that walk off homer in the bottom of the 11th or whatever it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah that's an electric moment you can't beat something like that no that's <laughs> that's crazy and then I mean especially with them kind of giving creed more of a platform now yeah. they're like kind of helping with the comeback a little um i mean with that being said who do you have and how many games Ooh, i think i am gonna go with underdog i don't know if they're underdogs on the book but i think d-backs and seven i think it's going seven good man i think the same i mean if have you seen like the parallels between this and like the last time they were in the series no i haven't actually. it's it's like all the same like that year 
when it was when Randy Johnson was still with them. He remember he hit that bird. Yeah. Oh yeah. Someone did that this year for them. A pitcher hit a bird. <laughs> um, there's like a few other lists of things that happened this year that were also the same thing that happened on that team. And then like um, what you call it? Then like the thing with like George Bush. He <laughs> threw out the first pitch at the first game. <laughs> he threw out a first pitch. You know, the game three or whatever. Yeah. So I mean, everyone's just drawing every parallel that they can. I think uh, I think squad. Arizona needs something to go good for them in sports, at least. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. Uh, I mean, the Coyotes kind of look decent. Oh, I don't they, know if that's... they are looking. They just stomped the Blackhawks last night, like eight to one. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that lone goal from I know Bedard. The Blackhawks, Blackhawks aren't good, but they didn't lose that bad to Boston, Colorado, any of those teams. They beat Vegas. They beat Vegas, like, and then they get stomped by Arizona. I don't know. I think Arizona has something this year. That I like I think Cooley. Cooley's looking good. Cooley's great. I think Cooley wins Calder. Nothing yeah. against Bedard, but I just think Cooley's Cooley's. I could see that. Gross. <laughs> no, I I could definitely see that. And that was another thing too. I actually went to Arizona over the summer. Oh, I, nice. I caught a D-backs game over Sweet. there. It was against the Reds. They ended up beating them. I think it was like ten to eight. <laughs> some big game it was like my nephew's first game so i took him over yeah. there because he lives over there now so never been to a ball game so i was like well let's do this why not <laughs> it's cheap enough and then i was able to skate over there i had to there was oh, no nice. way yeah so i went to their arena and their arena kind of has like a similar setup to ours where there's a pro rink and then like an extra rink so like <laughs> i skated on like their practice rink and it was funny because there was like it was me and my girlfriend that went and then like the other people that skated were all figure skaters. <laughs> there was like one other hockey guy who just kinda was there fucking around and you just had like his earbuds and he's just Yeah fucking just... around. Dude and then like <laughs> this one kid comes out, he's like eight years old, great at figure skating. I was like, How the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> weird, weird thing to get into. Dude, I mean I don't know, just I've, that that always like that never ceases to amaze me is like how these young kids can be so good at that like at, at like eight years old or I don't know how old this kid was but he was like probably the height of this table that we're talking <laughs> at right now and he's just pulling out all these moves and I'm like <laughs> how the hell like I can't even do that and I skated my whole life <laughs> I'm like bro you just like started to learn how to walk like two years ago how do you, how are you doing this? <laughs> you know what I mean um. No, but that that place is nice. I would like to catch a game there. It's just the timing with what I have up here and then the prices for those games are just they're wild. Yeah, they're it's ridiculous. Like, um NHL games are expensive. Go see. Yeah, I mean like Islander games, that's what I usually do. They're they're not too bad for price, yeah. but it's like with these I guess it's like there's no other experience like it in the league. It's it's kinda like it's kind of like our rink, right? Yeah. It's everything's very close. You're very all in the action, no matter where you set. It's kind of the same thing there, which you know, it, it's sick yeah. to have, but at the same time, little, they shouldn't. A little pricey, especially with all those college kids going. Oh my god. No, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I guess that's where the money is out in Arizona <laughs> for stuff like that. Well, like Vancouver's tickets are ridiculous too. It just really depends on what game you're catching, kind of. Like if we're playing McDavid. It's yeah, like, it's gonna be expensive. It's like five hundred dollars for bad tickets but like if we're playing like Anaheim you can get them for like 80 yeah so it really varies depending on who they're playing 
No, that and that goes for like all teams. Mostly, it's you know, whoever else is on the ice and who, and how much of a draw that really has yeah. to the sales. Um, I don't even know, dude. But Vancouver kind of looks good this year. Yeah, they actually well beats their like zero and ten start last year. <laughs> I was the one uh, last year claiming they're come they're coming to win the cup this year, and then they started zero and ten. So I didn't come in saying that this year, but they're looking better. I think. Yeah, uh, I think they're doing. Making right moves finally, not signing terrible contracts as much. They're making trends, and I think they have one of the best coaching staffs in the NHL for sure. As we're recording this, it's Halloween, so I know last year we kind of had our questions with gas station snacks and other kinds of things like that. So I gotta ask, favorite candy? Snickers. Snickers. Yeah, I'm a chocolate guy. I don't I don't do actual candy too much. <laughs> I, I don't like when it gets stuck in my teeth. Okay. Oh, you mean like like the gummies and yeah. stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'll just stick with chocolate and a glass of milk. <laughs> hey, I mean that's that's the way to go, especially Snickers. That that's a full meal. Snickers, hey, you're not you if you're hungry. <laughs> you know what? I also wanted to mention this just briefly to you because it was kind of funny. Um, I think it was, yeah, it was last this past Friday. You scored a goal, but the refs when they came over they said fourteen. They, they did. <laughs> they did, and we were like, he wasn't even on the ice. What are they talking about? So we, we ended up, like, changing that and gave it to you. But the ref was 14. Yeah. Well, from, like, can't trust the refs in the Fed. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. The, the the refs in, like, the Null or whatever, the NA3, they were, like, just as bad. <laughs> they were, like, giving out wrong. Oh, th- this was NA3. This was the same game as Sunday. They were all just wrong numbers and whatever. We'd have to, like, correct yeah. it on our own. <laughs> I don't blame them for like the second assist because like that's hard sometimes. Oh, second assist is rough, but, but like, uh, like if you kind of got to get the goal score. I mean, and then he actually scored the next night, so it. Oh yeah. It made oh. up for that. That was. <laughs> that was something. That was a while. Were you on for that? <laughs> yeah, or no? I was on for that. It was a so, yard sale in front of the net. Yeah, so I know there was, there was a big just commotion, and at least from my view, I'm like, you know. What kind of did you see from that? Because I know you guys were just pushing in, and it was well, like I uh, I passed up to Raddy, and then Raddy passed up to Ames, who was driving harder through the middle, and like he got a shot off, and then it rebounded to him, and he actually almost batted that in on his back end while he was falling down, and the goalie made a good save with his toe. Yeah, and then the puck was just loose the whole time, and like goalies on his back, their players all over top of him. Like, we had like everyone was in the crease, like yeah. all ten guys were in that crease. Like there was no one. Like I even came down from the blue line. Like everyone was in. It was a yard sale in front of the net. I think by the end of by the time the goal went in, the goalie didn't even have his helmet on anymore. No, he didn't. It was, it was wild. And then did he dislodge the net on his own, or was no, that? That was a uh, to Cody Gibbs, former guy. That's former guy. That's I mean, yeah. The, did you guys like kind of talk at all? Uh, I don't. I don't talk to. <laughs> I don't talk to most of the ex-players just because no. I'm there to play a game. I was going to say, no. We I, can talk after. Exa- that, that, that's what I'm saying, like, after the fact, not during. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm sure he's a good guy. I know yeah, I, he's, I never a, he's really, a good guy. Never really got to know him, unfortunately. We won him on the show, but yeah, how things worked out. I mean, I don't know. He was making some decent plays from behind the net, stuff like that. But that goal was crazy. I mean, oh, yeah. From where I'm at, I already have a bad sight line, so already <laughs> trying to figure out what happened is like impossible. Yeah, I'm. I don't even like I, the way they got the assist on that is beyond me. Like, just they, it's a 
cluster in front of the net, and his, I, everyone's just banging at it. I honestly thought they were going to wave it off after the net dislodged, but I saw the ref just going with his arm, so I was like, okay. I yeah. just went. Cause, I think know. it was just because the puck was – it was never covered. Like, I could see it the whole time in between guys' feet, and, like, it was never covered. Maybe I could have seen him just because the goalie's helmet fell off, and I don't know if that happened before it actually went in the net or not. But It was, like, slightly after. Yeah, so, like, I don't – there's nothing really like the net was on when the puck went in. Yeah. Like when you watch the video, because we we watched the video on the goal. Yeah. And like the net's on when the puck goes in. The only thing I I could have seen was like goalie's helmets off, but luckily they didn't they didn't call nothing on it. No, I I don't know. I think I think it was a little late when that happened anyway, so that that wouldn't have mattered. But yeah. it's always funny to just see the Carolina fans after the fact, and they're all. Where's the interference call? Where's the? Because after that, like, it was all their own guys pushing you guys in anyway, so the interference wouldn't have counted. Well, they had like three of their own guys on top of their goalie. <laughs> like, exactly. So they they screwed themselves over. If we're really like getting down with it, it's they they screwed themselves over. Just don't let Ainsbury go to the net. <laughs> oh my God! I think. Wow, so I think I've been in the building for all three of his goals with us. <laughs> Every single time, I think is what one of them was in Binghamton. Yeah, that was the that was a crazy one. I remember we're in practice and he's just shooting it off the corner glass, like trying to get it banked toward the net. And I skate up to him like, "There's no way you're gonna score that man in the game. Like, what what are you doing?" <laughs> and he's like, "Just watch." And sure, sure enough, like he's skating over the red and he just hammers one from the from like right about the dot right off that corner glass and somehow that thing pound its way in that thing that that was so quick when that happened i didn't even like it didn't register that it was him <laughs> and then they announced it and i was like what i think that was that his was first him? goal of the season too yeah that's right oh my god <laughs> that was that was wild that man we got the monkey off the back earlier this year yeah there you go <laughs> against the right team oh yeah Especially that's that that probably pissed him off even more that he scored the goal. Oh yeah, heard he's becoming a point guy this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are we taking the over on five? Five points. Uh, <laughs> I, I give him. I think he hits ten. It's <laughs> ten. Ten points. Couple assists, couple goals. Yeah. Get up there. He was. He had. He just needed one assist that game, and he would have got a Gordy Howe hat trick. Yeah, I almost had one on Friday night too. I needed an assist to get the Gordy. Oh yeah, that's right. Both dead. That's so crazy that they named that after him and he's only done it three times. Yeah, that's well like I didn't realize that until like super late. Like I no, thought they, like he used to do that all the time. Neither did I. And then the, that stat came out or like, you know, I saw it and I was like, Oh, that's that's great. So weird 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 how they named it after him. I know, but <laughs> I think it's all like a legacy thing. Yeah. Right. Well, he is Mr. Hockey. That that's what I'm saying. So it it'll, it's fitting to name it after him, yeah. even though if you look at his stats, he's only done that three times, <laughs> which is even crazier to me because when he was playing, fighting was way more common. Oh yeah, I'm sure. So I feel like he probably would have. He could have done that like every night if he really tried, or probably, like probably. To. <laughs> you know, coach probably didn't want him fighting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, when you have the Red Wings signing him for like a bonus, but that's a jacket. <laughs> that's you know, I don't think guys are gonna give the extra mile. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, 
you know, before I wrap things up with you again, thanks for coming to the studio. Apologies on, you know, getting here today. A little, little mishap on my end. Um, what do you want to tell the fans going into this weekend? Be ready for a show because we're coming ready to put on a show for sure. And we're taking no prisoners, like, especially when we come into our barn. It's our barn. We don't give up anything lightly. And then when we go into other people's barn, it becomes our barn by the end of the night. I love that. That's great. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, Jared Yao. Thank you, Jared, for coming in. Thanks for having me. Of course.